superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, Brockman here. It's the Rich Eisen Show basketball podcast. It's June the 9th. <laughs> nice. And I'm here with Adam and TJ. What's up, <laughs> fellas? It took me a second to get that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like six nine. I get it. That's yeah, what six, you're six, saying. Six nine oh, on the okay. calendar. Hey, we're all adults night. here. What's up, everybody? <laughs> Yo, game three last night of the NBA Finals. Chris, you have the biggest. Did sh- you guys watch the game? Right hey, Unbelievable. Did you guys watch the game last night? I mean, I knew there was a game hey, on. Yeah. Hey, did you watch the game it. last night? You heard about it? You heard what happened? Adam, why are you cussing on the on the pod though? That's, that's who won crazy. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can cuss occasionally. What's up? Uh, yeah, I'm riding pretty high. Last night was awesome. You know, th- Warriors did their third quarter thing again. I don't know why this keeps happening. Like Boston just forgets how to play basketball in the third quarter. Yeah, what is it with that? I don't really <laughs> understand. Let's touch that later. I want to interrupt. Keep going. I mean, we'll come I back. I honestly to that. have no idea. But then they then the Celtics did their fourth quarter thing, which is absolutely <laughs> dominate, lockdown defense, hit some threes, and uh, put this game away. I mean, they were up comfortably pretty much the whole game. Until the Warriors went on their third quarter one, uh, erased an 18-point deficit, took a brief one-point lead before Boston kind of regrouped and ended that third quarter uh, with a few buckets and a couple free throws and um, was able to kind of withstand it. It's funny, I I followed Jamal Crawford on Twitter, and he was talking about uh, how the response is to the response. That's what's going to decide this game. Okay. So Boston was comfortably ahead. And you knew a warrior response was coming, right? They were going to get it together. They were going to do one of those psycho eight points in 30-second runs. You can never st- – no, no lead safe with these guys, really. No lead yeah. is safe. They can score 10 points like that. Um, they had that controversial seven-point possession uh, midway through the third quarter on the Al Horford foul and then got a crazy desperation bucket by Otto Porter. And then suddenly they're winning. And then the response to the response, and Boston was able to respond – they didn't wilt under that, uh, you know, the cave, the avalanche of points that the Warriors threw on them. And then they took it in the fourth quarter, and it was a pretty comfortable win thereafter. Golden State waved the white flag with about two minutes left, uh, and Boston wins by 16. How did you guys see last night uh, go? Do you think it's over? Um, do you think we come back to Boston? What did you, you guys think of last night, Adam? So, as you know, I've been underestimating the Celtics the entire... Every step of the way. Every, literally, <laughs> every, every single round. Every single step of the way, I have been doubting this team. And I will admit, I have been wrong. And I am wrong right now. I predicted the Warriors at the start of the series to win. And to me, clearly it looks right now that the Celtics are the better team. Yeah. They just are a better team. Their defense is amazing. So I haven't seen great defense like this that I could remember from from an Eastern Conference team really since since those early Detroit, early 2000 Piston teams. That's what this reminds me of. This team has a bunch of dogs on that yeah. roster. Chauncey and Tayshaun yeah, Prince and exactly. Rashid. Yeah, Ben yeah, Wallace. Yeah. That yeah, team, Wallace, yeah. yeah, that team had, had great defensive players yeah, yeah. at every position. 
And this team is similar to that, where you have Smart, who's a great defender at guard. Jalen Brown was defending his butt off last night. He yeah. was he made, Seth Curry scored a bunch of points, but he made him work for it. Yeah, they were really hard to come by. Yeah, he yeah. he made him work for it. And then of course you have Robert Williams, who's just a force in the paint. So this Celtics team, and then you have Horford, you have so much depth. The defense is just amazing. It's just better than I even thought it would ever be. And to me right now, they have to be the favorites going forward. This team just is firing on all cylinders. They believe in their coach. Their coach believes in them. But here's the thing. Golden State will give them everything. Oh, they're not just going to roll they're over. They're not going to roll yeah, over. Yeah, game, game four is going to be a fight for the Celtics because Golden State is in desperation mode at this point. If they're down 3-1, to one, it's pretty much over. So the real test will be Friday. That's going to be the real test for the series. Yeah, TJ, what would you think last night? I just feel like right now it would be easy to say that this series is kind of over based upon what we saw last night, right? But like you just said, Adam and Chris earlier, no lead is safe with no Golden State and no game is safe. Like So right now, if I were to, I don't know, lose internet connection and go to a deserted island for like a week awesome. and I come back and the first thing I ask is like, who won the NBA title? Either answer you give me is not going to be a surprise at this point. Um, but I'll say this. Holding Golden State, and I realize the game it got out of hand near the end of it, but holding them to only 11 points in the fourth quarter, it was definitely like Golden State kind of got to the point where they knew early that, all right, this game's over. We got no chance to win. Especially Steph goes down, Horford lands on him, and I think at that point – they kind of just yeah. took out the white flag and just woke and started to wave it because almost like they kind of exhausted all their energy yeah. to get back in the game. You know, yep. like you said, no lead is too safe. It was 18 points and it easily could have went to 30, but it went in the other direction yeah. where they just bang, bang, bang. All of a sudden it was like three straight threes, a couple free throws. And you're like, man, it's a six point game. Oh my God. They have the lead. What just mm -hmm. happened? And also, you know, look, 31 out of Steph, 25 out of Clay. So you're talking 56 points there plus another 20 or 18 out of Wiggins. Yep. You would assume that Golden State is going to win a game like mm -hmm. that yep. all day, every day, and it didn't happen. And I feel like Golden State is getting more lip from Draymond Green right now than anything else. It's just like the amount of arguing and complaining that Draymond does, and I, I realize like what he does for the team usually, and I understand that that's how he becomes fiery and, and gets his team up, but you have to also kind of look at this from a, a human aspect. Like if you're a ref and you're constantly getting chewed out by this one guy, no matter what anyone tells you, when the time comes to blow the whistle and there might be a 50-50, as a ref, after this guy keeps mouthing off, there's a chance that maybe you're going to, like, call the game a little bit different for the Celtics. Now, you know, it's just kind of like a thought of mine, and I'm not sure it's really how the refs work, but I think we three of us can kind of agree that, yeah, human nature would tell you that. Like, if you're just going to keep trash-talking me, if there's, like, a call that could go either way, you're not going to get it from me. And yeah. I don't know if Draymond's antics are helping his team at this point because when you put up two and four and three and you're the loudest person on the court and you foul out and you foul out yeah. you know but again I understand how good Draymond is I understand how important he is to this team and this offense but man just you know 
other thing, ESPN's getting into this thing with JJ and Stephen A about, you know, 80s, 90s players, who's tougher, who does more complaining, who's flopping, this and that. And, you know, I'll look back. JJ's trying to say that, you know, players, they get a bad rap, which they do a little bit. But I swear, man, I don't ever recall, like, Michael Jordan just flopping. straight up either flopping or straight up just yelling and complaining and arguing the yeah. entire – Rasheed Wallace was one of the most boisterous players of all time. Draymond makes him look like a mute. Like, so I, you know, I don't know, you man. It really gets me. I understand that, you know, you're trying to sell a call, like, you know, a guy, you're backing in in the post and you want to try to get a foul, especially if maybe he has three or four fouls mm-hmm. or you're trying to get that second foul early. But what really gets me is the complaining after calls. Luca does it all the time. Yeah. Jason Tatum does it. It's the thing I kind of hate most about Tatum's game. He doesn't really get respect at the rim. He doesn't really get any calls. I complain about that on Twitter. Like, this guy's first team all NBA, and he can't get an N1 to save his life. That's ridiculous. But looking for every single, like, every time he misses a shot, he's kind of doing this and looking mm-hmm. back. It, that drives me insane Bro, about I hate his that, game. Chris. And Luca, too, and two of my favorite players, you know, in the game right now. And Chris, not to Maybe, interrupt you. Did they do that in the 80s and 90s? It was like Larry Bird complaining. I, I don't remember free, that, I, man. I don't really but here's still, that. you can even look at the great, some of the two of the greatest players that we've ever seen Kobe, Tim Duncan. Apparently, according to those two, they never committed a foul in their 40 <laughs> right. plus years. Yeah, like, that's true. Tim Duncan always had to look like he what? Like, what do you Kobe mean? always had to look like what? You know, Lob City Clippers. That was my one thing about Blake Griffin. I was like, please, yeah, bro, you got to stop with yeah. the complaint. Because the amount of time you take to complain, guess what? The other team's running the break and your man's leading that break. Now we've given up an easy two. Yeah, does that all the time. I guess the, yeah. stra- the strategy, strategy can pay off or it can be horribly. Uh, wrong for, for the player who does it because eventually if you can pl- if you can play in a little maybe they'll give you the benefit of the doubt yeah, the next but but too if you much keep doing it if you keep doing it then eventually they will get annoyed get and, th- and they'll say yeah, yeah, yeah i'm not listening to you anymore and actually i'm gonna go against you because you're bothering me exactly right now. what i just saying yeah. like like i just i i get amazed like i see guys getting teched up and we do all the time for like dumb stuff then you got this guy whose mouth literally never shuts, and he's always—he's like two feet from the ref, and he's always yelling. And I'm like, how is this guy not getting ousted out of this game? And like, I, I guess in a point, I'm glad because you know you really, really should have to do something bad to get tossed out of a game. But at the same point, it's like, dude, you're not helping yourself. I was actually point. bummed that he fouled out because you know, as a Celtics fan, him being on the court is good for my team. <laughs> yeah, like, he's been so terrible. We were talking about this earlier. I want to bring this up uh, from StatMuse. So, so far, Draymond Green in this finals, he has as many fouls as points. Ugh. He has more technical fouls than three-pointers. He has more turnovers than baskets. So yeah. the, those stats yeah. are mind-blowing. I need him about. to stay on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I, I need I him out there. Saying. And we, we've talked about that, that he's regressed as a player in terms of his offense. Yeah, like, if you remember those finals against Cleveland four, five, six years ago, he would hit threes. He would hit shots. He doesn't even look for his shot anymore. He's so unconfident in his shot right now. And it's so smart of Boston just to leave him wide open and dare oh, him to man. shoot. Oh, man, just the disrespect they're showing his game. You know, guys are 10, 12 feet off yeah. of him. Just do whatever you want. Like, you're not going to get a dunk. You're not going to get a layup. But if you want to shoot a jumper, be my guest by all means. Yeah, it's funny. He's only 32 years old. I, I always think of him as maybe an older player, but 
Uh, his offense has just completely left his game. It's really interesting to see the development. Well, I mean, also you got to remember, Draymond never was really a, a, an offensive force no, in the he NBA. Could, he, he was better back. He in the could, day. but like his his game is more about like the offense running through him. His defense. Remember, he he's going to be a, an All of Famer because he was a lockdown defender, right. not because he was a great scorer. He was a great facilitator. But like you're not seeing True. that stuff either. No, so. but Adam, you know, to Adam's point, during the run there, he averaged 12, 14, 10, 11. You know, he was getting points, and he could score. Yeah, but that's not a great scorer. No, but it's, it's better than scoring, like, two points. Yeah, or... granted, but I'm saying, like, Draymond yeah. Green was never on the court because he was a scorer. You, yeah, you might no, get no, a, no. a yeah, random. But, yeah, but like I'm score. saying, 10 and 12, that's about as great as you were going to get at him. It was everything else that he brought to the game which made him elite at, at what he did. And nothing None of that's being shown now. He's got, what, 15 points in three games, I think? Yeah. Yeah. He fouled out. I mean, he was terrible. He was, he's, you know, but do you do, I mean, obviously they need him to produce, yeah, be, they, a, be yeah. a factor if they're going to get back They've in the series. Yeah. If, if you get two more Draymond Green games like this and the oh, season's yeah, over, yeah. he's got to step up. He's got to be the force. And again, we're not looking for a 20-point Draymond Green game. That's not what you need. But, yeah, Adam, 12-15, you're right. He needs, you know, 10 rebounds, you know, 6 to 10 assists. He, he's he got to plug in the gaps everywhere else, and that's just not what he's been doing this whole series. Do you guys think Jason Tatum is injured? Because he was doing that thing again at the beginning of the game last night where he was kind of holding his shoulder. Yeah, that, he's de- his that shoulder's goes definitely back to, injured. like, game three against Miami. with this, They, they just, it's called a stinger. Yeah, well, Mr. Miyagi had to come out and uh, do his work to get and the thing his is, shoulder like, working again. He'll shoot something, and it'll look way off. of like, man, his, his shoulder's got to be messed up. And then he'll shoot all net, you know what I mean? He'll get to the lane. He'll take a hit. I think it's yeah. I I'm think just it, wondering if what's going to come out after the finals. Like, did he dislocate it and they popped it back into place? Is it, you know, does he have a stinger? Is it does bruised? He, yeah, is, is, it, it, is yeah. it a deep but bone bruise? Something's definitely. Something's yeah, there's something wrong. wrong. There's something wrong for sure. We'll find out more after the season's over. But the fact that he's playing through this shows that he's a tough competitor. Yeah. That there's obviously something wrong, but occasionally, you know, he'll feel it. But then, like you said, he's still scoring. You know, 20, 30 points a game and, and hitting big shots. So it doesn't seem to be affecting him that much, actually. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I mean, he's still averaging. <laughs> he's still averaging 25 a yeah. game in the series. He's actually been a great distributor. 13 assists in game one, nine assists in the win last night. Uh, we just further see his maturation and kind of development as a superstar. But And like we pointed out uh, last week, or maybe it was on the big show, the last th- two series he had bad very bad game threes he started off game one kind of bad and we were like well maybe he got the bad game out of the way it seems as though he did because this game three was totally different remember last two game threes he had 20 points combined so you know this guy's just 28 in game 28 in game two uh 26 six and nine nice uh in game three (laughs) last night And, and what i was gonna say tj is that Kind of the key for this Boston is Jalen Brown getting off to a hot start. Yeah. We saw it again uh, last night. He had a great first quarter. He had a monster first half. And uh, I, I kind of think if, if we're looking at who's the MVP for Boston now through three games and a 2-1 lead, I kind of think it's Jalen Brown. What do you think about that, Adam? Yes, yeah, it's, it's tough to say, but, yeah, I'd probably go with Jalen Brown. Yeah, he's, he's the ignition for that offense. He sets the tone, so... 
everybody was saying obviously if Boston would win the series that it would be Tatum for MVP but yeah I agree with you I think it's Jalen Brown right now he's been he's been incredibly important for that team and it, it feels like wherever he goes they go so if he doesn't have a good game it's it's tough for them to win. So, yeah, I'd say he's probably the MVP right now. Yeah, yeah and kind of, too, what Brian Windhorst said, too, just protecting the ball, the turnovers. You know, they got off to a slow start turnover-wise last night. I think they had six in the first quarter, and they finished with only 12 in the entire game, just one in the fourth. Um, just protecting the basketball, too. And I don't know if you guys saw this stat, too, last night. ESPN Stats and Info had this one. Jalen Brown, Tatum, and Marcus Smart, first trio – to each have 25 and 5 in a finals game since Kareem Magic and Michael Cooper in 1984. Wow. That's wow. amazing. Yeah, so Boston's kind of doing it with their new big three, you know, and and, and clearly also um in this series you have the two you have you have Jalen Brown and Tatum as the two stars and for the Warriors I guess it'd be Steph and Clay. But the third guy Marcus Smart is definitely outplaying Jordan Poole right now. Right. And Poole has not been good at all in this series. He's not playing that many minutes because they can't really have, like, three guards on the court at the same time because of Boston's... Yeah, that lineup of death they can't really they do can't really because do it. Boston's too long on yeah. the perimeter. You know, all these guys are, you know, smart as 6'4". And that's something that I underestimated going into the series, how they yeah. couldn't really play that lineup because of how good Boston's defense is. Jordan Poole needs to break out, at least score, twenty, have a 25-point game, game four or they're going to be in trouble. He he was so good in those first two series against Denver and Memphis, and he's just kind of faded. And he's I think he had like 10 points last game. He just hasn't – yeah, 10 points and 17-9. No, he's got to be scoring the 20s for them for them to win. And the other big thing that came out last night, TJ, let's talk about this for a little bit. Um, Draymond mentioned it, and then Clay talked about it too. Even Steve Kerr mentioned it as well. Uh, the Boston crowd, what did you guys think of the, the crowd last night? Uh, them chanting F you Draymond and all kinds of other stuff to clay. Was that a big deal to you? How are you seeing that situation? See, I, I personally like yesterday I was uh I was watching a game in Santa Monica at Stella Bear with our with our buddy Ben Lyons. So We should have got him in here. I, I yeah, didn't he's think in town. Yeah, right. But um I didn't even think about that till just now. But so we don't hear the game. Because ah, okay. you're hearing bar, you're hearing Atmosphere. They've got the. Uh, the by the way, the, whoever DJs at Stella Bear. By the way, I mean it's all hip, like '90s hip hop hits. Ooh. It's it, it's amazing. If you ever well, go there, you're just gonna love for, it. Hire them for your wedding or bar mitzvah. Oh, I'm telling you. But so yeah, so the whole crowd thing. I couldn't hear the game at all, so I didn't know about any of this until late last night and this morning. So I, it's kind of hard for me to really say. But yeah, I mean, if a, a, a arena full of people are chanting, telling you to go, you know, f yourself. But again, sometimes certain people bring that upon themselves too. So, you know, I guess for some people it motivates and fuels them. For some people that can, it'll shake you. You'll get shook. So I guess it just depends on the player. But again, I can't really say last night in specific because yeah. all I could really hear was, you know, bar sounds. But do you think the Warriors just kind of bringing it up? Is that Are they making excuses because they lost? Like if they had won the game, do you think we would have heard Oh, the crowd was chanting F you at me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I, I think you would have because then they would have flipped it into, like, yeah. Oh, that motivated yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right. So, you know, maybe one of you guys, because you, you actually got to hear the game, and you, what do you think? Could you, well, was any of that being picked up the, on TV? The funny thing is, I didn't never heard it either. I just heard, because I was watching, it was a superstition thing. Okay. I had it on the second TV on mute. Okay. Because I didn't want to hear, I, 
I really just didn't want to hear Jackson and Van Gundy, honestly. I saw that Mike Breen was back. Mm-hmm. He had missed the first two games with COVID. Happy that he was back on the call. But I honestly just didn't want to hear any of the BS during the broadcast. I just wanted to watch, watch the, the game. game. I've been there. And so yeah. I had the Red Sox because they're playing Anaheim, mm-hmm. so it was a late start. I had the Red Sox on the big TV, and I had the Celtics on the, on the, on the, on the muted TV. That's, a, that's absolutely insane, Chris. Wow. I know. Sarah was like, you don't want to put the Celtics on the big TV? I was like, no. I was like, we're playing We're playing well. We're winning right now. Uh-huh. I'm going to leave it on the little TV. I don't want to jinx it. The superstition thing is fascinating. You think every little move actually matters. It matters. It, it does matter. It matters. It matters. That shows how, not, how... Not in my head. In reality, it matters. Yes. In reality, it really... So, Adam, what did you think? Is it a big deal? I love it when they started chanting, and I love Draymond to begin with. But when they when they started chanting "F you, Draymond," it's amazing. It's awesome. So I think the, it's awesome. You, you, it's old school. You, this it's was fun. audible. You could pick this up. Oh, on, yeah. Okay, you can hear it, you gotcha. can hear it live. Yeah, you can gotcha. hear it definitely on the broadcast. It's fantastic. I think he's he's a full fledged heel. They're going against him. I just love it. It's it's there's something old school about it. It's it's and what did the NBA expect? The game is starting at 9 p.m. on Boston. Those guys have been drinking for, all day for, since eleven. Yeah, since eleven a.m. Nobody went to work yesterday, <laughs> went to work. and if, if they did, saw, if they went, they got out early and they started they boozing all, at like two o'clock. If you watch Paul Pierce's Instagram, Paul Pierce was so hammered. He was walking through the streets of downtown Boston. <laughs> Everybody was drinking, chanting yeah. his name. Like I knew this was going to be a crazy. Paul Pierce was shit faced. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I knew this was going to be a crazy spectacle. Yeah. When you you're in Boston, one of the biggest drinking cities in the world, starting at a game at 9 p.m. Of course, stuff's going to happen. Yeah. And I love it though. I think it adds to the drama. I think it's exciting. I hope they swear to more, and I hope Golden State comes back at them. By the I way, I think it's fun. I think you, it adds you it. thought Wednesday was bad. What do you think yeah. Friday is going to be like? A Friday in Boston, oh, everyone's no. calling out sick. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be even Nobody's worse. Working. Nobody's, Nobody's working. working that. It's going to be twenty times worse. And I, I love the Boston crowds. I think I think they have one of the best great energy. Yeah, one of the yeah. best home court advantages in the NBA for sure. And so yeah, I think it's it's intriguing rather than watching just at a whatever stadium where it's not as loud. And and it's. I know some people will be like, oh, you can't have the kids listening to this. It's like, grow up. Your kids have been hearing swears since they were born. Like, I just thought it was like, funny. Like, on, Draymond Green's wife, did you see her Her Instagram story has kind of been going around on Twitter? She wrote this big thing and a story complaining about it and specifically mentioned the kids. And then Draymond, their son, was sitting next to him in the yeah. post game when he was like, oh, I played like S. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? It's nonsense. Kids... Kids have access to the internet when they're seven. <laughs> and we're scared that they're going to hear the word, the F word. Oh, my God. Oh, they can't hear I it. I immediately like, thought up. of two things when I when I saw all of this kind of commotion. Because I was watching the post game, and all those guys were talking about it in the post game. I thought of, A, I thought of loser mentality. It's just something you say after a loss because you're, you know, you're frustrated. Maybe you didn't play well. You're disappointed. So you're just like, oh, well, this happened and blah, 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 blah. And then, and then I thought of... This has been going on for such a long time. Remember when J.J. Redick was at Duke? Mm-hmm. And they would go to Maryland. It was so loud, the F-U-J-J, <laughs> during the ESPN broadcast, they like they couldn't do anything. Because if they tried to mute it, they would mute the mics of their broadcast yeah, team. Yeah, Del Tufo would be having a panic attack in terms of <laughs> the sound in the back. Like, the F-U-J-Js <laughs> during his era were so loud at NC State, at Maryland. Like, this has been going on for so long. And we talked about it on the big show today, like the FU trays during last yeah. year's playoffs. Like, you know, just Clay and Draymond don't really have the ability to shut them up 
kind of anymore. I mean, Clay had a really good game last night. I mean, night. Clay does. There's not much Dre can do. Like, he can't step back and hit a 35-footer like Clay can. No, you know? and so, you know, Trey Young kind of shut up the New York fans. So, I, Mike, you know, Wilbon thinks that. Uh, my Golden bad. State. I thought you said Dre and Clay. You said you're talking about Trey. My yeah, bad. Uh, you know, Wilbon thinks the, Sir- the Golden State's going to win Game Four. I, I'm not really sure. I have no idea. I was surprised that he said it. He still sees this as kind of an even series, which goes back to what you said, TJ, about if you were just to awake me in two weeks, and be like, oh, who won the finals? Oh, so and so won in seven games. Oh, yeah, okay, that sounds yeah. about right. Also, yeah, like like we keep saying though, with, with their pedigree, with their experience. And with those shooters, I mean, you just no matter how bad Golden State plays in a game, the only thing that can truly stop them is an injury. And I, you know, I don't know how you guys felt, but when Steph was, was laying scary, on his yeah. back, I would because. But I feel that way whether you're on my team or not. I yeah. hate to see anyone get hurt, but especially not like a goat. So you're seeing him, and he's just yeah, laying there, Steph. and you're like, "Oh man!" Yeah. As no. soon as you try to dive for a ball, that's there's always that risk. There's all you cannot. It's almost not worth it at this point for somebody like him to die for a ball. Yeah, but you can't. That's like Brockman's you thing. Like you though, can't yeah. die for the end zone. But it's just like, and when in your mind you're always moment, taught you're to go 110 yeah. percent, and that because guess what happens? You don't go for the ball, and then you got a Cam Newton situation where ten years later people are still complaining that you didn't die for the ball and possibly pop your shoulder out. You know, yeah. so yeah. So you know, it's just it, it, you can't take that away from a competitor, especially if you've got that fire. But like I said, if I've got Steph and I've got Clay, I'm never out of a game and I'm never out of a series. And I kind of feel like, yeah, they've won a road game in 24 consecutive series. I don't see that changing. I feel like they're going to get one next game. Yeah, so Shams tweeted a couple hours ago that uh, optimism for Curry's status for game four doesn't look like he needs an MRI avoided a major issue with his left foot. So we'll Good. see what the update is later today uh, after they have practice. But, yeah, that was really scary. Yeah. Anytime you see a, a kind of a pig pile like that, and, you know, these are big, huge guys. Yeah. And Steph's not a huge guy. you know, Not and, a huge yeah. guy compared to them. them yeah. <laughs> compared, compared to, to us. us. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, diving around like that and a guy who's kind of had an injury like yeah. that earlier this year and with, you know with Steph's, Marcus Smart. So. You know, quote, you know, Air quotes, his Achilles heel are his ankles. Right. So that's, right. you know, when that happens, you're kind of like, oh, man, because, you know, you just want to see both teams at Full equal strength. strength yeah, and that way there's no doubt, there's no question when, when this is all said and done. But Chris, be honest, when, when that happened, you were actually praying for Steph Curry to be hurt. Let's be real. No, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think at that point the game was kind of over, right? Was it, it was like, pretty – it was kind it was of cl- – Yeah, I think yeah. that was towards the end of the fourth quarter. Yeah, it was like a 10-point game at that point. No, I mean, uh, Steph was awesome last night. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I still can't believe that, you know, Boston is one of those switch everything on defense. I still can't believe we're going under screens – on him and just yeah, kind of horrible and just giving move, him yeah. open threes like I, I i not understanding that strategy it's at just this because point. another mental thing but because i think every shot he <laughs> takes is going in yeah like every I'm, single one I'm at the point now when he misses i'm like really i'm like wow he missed <laughs> yeah. i'm shocked but also you, you yeah you probably should go under 99 percent of screens except for when except it's for that guy except when number 30 <laughs> has the ball don't do it and by the way clay Hasn't played in three years and still doesn't look like himself. I still think every time he shoots the ball, yeah, yeah. it's going in. Like, why are we giving these guys open threes? That's the only uh, downside. The only criticism for Boston's defense is is just 
playing playing down on that on that pick and roll. If Horford and Williams can step up on that, then that's a huge, yeah. huge improvement. And I don't see how Boston's defense could get any better if if they do that. Yeah, that's that's the only weakness I've seen so far. Yeah, and 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 one positive too, like when Boston kind of wins these blowout games, they're making 18, 19, 23s. Mm-hmm. They're really out shooting the other team from outside. You know, last night Golden State had more threes than Boston. They outshot them 15, 13. Three-point range. Glenn and Clay and Steph had 11 of those. But Boston was able to really play great defense. I mean, to hold the Warriors to 100 points, Yeah, geez, you'll take that every time, right? Do, like, do you do something drastic if you're the Warriors, like play Kuminga more, maybe have him I'm guard surprised. Tatum, I'm surprised Tatum. he didn't play yeah, Why is he not night? guarding Tatum or Brown for at least a, a certain amount of time? I don't understand that. I mean, you got five or six, you know, got fouls. Yeah. Use him, man. Like He's six athletic. fouls. That guy, that guy can play. He's, do you think, so you think the Warriors are at kind of – we need to do whatever it takes. Yeah, I think it's it's gotten to that point where they need to do something to to stop uh, Brown and Tatum. And and I know Koming is young. He's whatever, 19, 20 years old. But I think he's athletic enough where he can at least make it difficult for those guys at certain periods in the game. Well, Bielitz has been getting some minutes where he hasn't really played this whole postseason. And he's played, you know, not much, but 10, 12 minutes the last couple of games. I noticed Iguodala played the first game and hasn't really played any at all. So I don't know what the deal is with that. Uh, Peyton's a good defender. Did he but play? La- did Peyton play last night? He yeah, played a little. he played twenty five last. Oh, or no, not, not, I'm sorry, not last night. He didn't play twenty five. Check uh, game two. Game two, he, he played, played twenty five. Yeah. But he I don't really remember. 11, him. He played eleven minutes last right. night. Right, Otto Porter got more minutes than Otto did. did last, get yeah, right? he got some run. Yeah, Kaminga needs to get in there at least play fifteen minutes a game just on for defensive purposes only. I really believe that. All right, prediction time. Uh, we're not by the time we're back on the air, so. Game four is Friday night in Boston. Game five, Monday in San Francisco. We'll be back with you guys next Wednesday. What is the series at when we return on this program in six days, Adam? Oh, my God. Don't do this to me. This is this is why I don't bet, Chris. This uh, is- no, no. I know why you don't bet. I am on a separate thread with you where we talk a lot about betting. You are terrible. No, screw that. <laughs> you are ter- you have been wrong <laughs> this whole NBA who playoffs. Who's the one guy who said that the Warriors would make the finals? It wasn't you guys. Rich okay, Eisen. That's true. Well, yeah, Rich, Rich Eisen. But I called that from the start, and there's okay, video you, evidence. Okay, you did that. call that, Warriors. but every other series you were just yeah. way off. I've been off in, the, in this playoffs. Way off. All right, when we come back in six days, is it over, or is it... 2-2. No. Because that's only game five by the time two. we come back. We'd, we'd so. be, but it could be over. It could be, yeah. No, it's not over. There's, yeah. I can't see Golden State losing the next two games in a row. I just can't see them losing in five games. Ah, oh, man. I will say... 3-2 Boston or 3-2 Golden State? I will say... Or is it over? Well, the question was... Or is the is the series still going on? When yeah, we, is the series... Yeah. Yeah. The series is going on. All right, then that's still all Still going on? I'm going to say... Hmm. Three to two, Golden State or three to two Boston. Three to two Boston. Three to two Boston. Three to two Boston going into the game six. Three to two Boston next week going in going back to Boston for game six to close yeah. it out. Yeah. Oh man, I would love to be at that game. TJ, what do you think? I mean, I, as far as who's up, I'm not sure. I definitely believe going into game six. I mean, obviously, series not going to be over. Um, 
I guess game six would be Thursday. Game so. six would be Thursday. Yeah. So, we'll, so will we talk. We'll be. Will we be previewing game six in Boston? Well, we're we're definitely previewing game six. The series will not okay. be over. Okay. Uh, as to who will have the lead, who, have that, the ch- who has the chance to close it out? That I, I, I'm really not sure, man. I'm really not sure, but I do know that this ain't going to be over by the next time we speak, folks. I, that I'm get convinced with. But if I've got to say, then I'll say 3-2 Boston heading into game six. I, ca- I kind of agree with you. Here's the question I have for both of you. Okay, Here's the question I have for both of you. If Boston wins game four, Monday night is in San Francisco. Do I go to the game on Monday? Yes. Do I make a baller trip up to the Bay? Absolutely. Get a ticket for like 700 bucks. Day flight up back. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. You think so? The thing is, I don't think they'll win, but, but you have to go support your <laughs> team, though. You have I have to, to just be in the building. You just. have yeah. to be in the building for a potential championship-winning game on a 45-minute flight. I know it'll be expensive, but... I mean, it's so quick. People people listening, if they don't really understand how quick the flight is to San Francisco, it's literally like an hour. Yeah, It's an eight-hour drive, though, but the flight's one. But it's a one-hour flight. You could be back to work the next day. Oh, yeah. I mean, I could could literally just baller trip. Show ends. I fly up. Like John Sally, uh, we're breaking news. John Sally is guest hosting on Monday. Didn't know that. That's awesome. Because Rich has a uh, graduation for Xander. So John Sally is hosting on Monday with us. So it's like do the show with Sally, get all get all friggin' hyped, fly to San Francisco, yeah. go, go. To the, go to the game. Well, see, here's what you got to do. Then we do the show with Sally. We talk him into getting the PJ. Oh my god! Then flying yes. up. That's how we do it. Now you're talking because you know long, uh, long tall Sally. He's got that oh. that 20 year NBA career money going on. You know what I'm saying? So that's just something to Is think. That's the move we talk Sally we'll into talk going Sally into it. And then, by the way, then we're like Sally. He's got, oh, I got four four seats. You guys want to come? Then suddenly we're sitting on the floor. Oh, hey, you know what I say? I think we're overestimating you know John Sally. <laughs> <laughs> I love John Sally, but he played in the 80s and 90s. I don't know if he has private jet money. He's a great guy. But right, you, better, you, legend, better, but. you better check uh, the John Sally contract. Then. <laughs> yeah. You know what I say? It's all good when your feet are on the wood, so I'll take four seats. I don't care. I'd you know be what? in the building. So 3-1, Monday, I ball our trip to San Francisco. Absolutely. Yeah. You, get to, you get to go to, have you ever been to a finals game before? Have I ever been to a finals game before? No. Uh, I went to, in 2018, when the Red Sox won the World Series, they won it here in Dodger Stadium. I was at that game. So that was kind of the only championship thing that I've seen. I've been to NBA playoff games. Uh, not not a finals I mean, I've been to Super Bowls. That's it. I've been to a Super Bowl, but not, I mean, I went to a Patriots Super Bowl, but they lost. The one, <laughs> the one, one of the one times they lost. You have to go. Yeah, I mean... Talk to Bob Menery, Bill Simmons. Talk to talk to one of the Boston people. Get them to get them to hook you up. John Sally, like we said. But what if I go up there and then they and they lose? And then I have, then I have to come back to the show on Tuesday <laughs> and hear you guys talk about how I'm the mush again. But, but what if they win? Uh, if they win, I'm going to be so obnoxious. <laughs> one of the greatest nights of your life. I'll be still I'll be still drunk on the flight. But do I talk someone into going with me? That's an expensive talk. Yeah. Like I said, I John Sally's your best bet. Or call up Bill Burr or somebody, That's you know. True. I don't really know Bill Burr. <laughs> I would, no, if, if. All right, we'll see. Let's, let's, the Bulls, let's get through go. tomorrow. Yeah. Let's get through tomorrow first. Let's get through. I kind of agree with TJ. I think, uh, I think Boston does win tomorrow. And then I think Golden State wins game five. And then Boston closes it out game six. Yeah, that's what I, that, I guess it, that's kind of what but it feels tomorrow like. tomorrow will be very hard. 
for the Celtics because they're they're not like I said you're not, they're not going to roll over. But is Steph going to be a hundred percent? I, I kind of think he will be, but if he's not, you'll, we'll know right away. Yeah, for sure. We'll know right away, and then that game could get ugly quick. Thanks for the insight. Yeah. I, I really thought you were going to say something there, but you just nodded. Nodded, okay. You know, this, this is a podcast, Adam. We must speak. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. This, well, hey, no, no, no. Before we go, let's talk about something real quick. You always do that. I'm ready to leave, and yeah, you're, like, and you're like, hold on. He's, but because he's you like, just, he does you, a Jewish goodbye. You just he's arbitrarily sometimes goodbye. decide that we're leaving. No, but we've already been going on for yeah. almost 30, 40 minutes. Well, that's fine, but we've got to give the people what they want. Let's talk hustle. Because I haven't you, seen it yet. Seen it. Wait, I no, see it. next week. Are you going to see it up the next I'm going to watch it tomorrow. Sarah's going to San Diego for to work. Okay. So I'm going to watch it tomorrow night. All right, bet. Then we'll wait. Then. After the finals game, I'm going to watch it tomorrow night. All you right, should so watch, we'll do that. Do what I did. Watch it before the finals. It'll get you, it got me so hyped for basketball. Bro. I, I watched know, it I'm like. Not, I'm literally not going to have time. Okay. Now. Yeah, I forgot. You got daddy duty and yeah. stuff. Cage so. is at home all day. So I heard I'm he's pooping on floors. Oh, my goodness. So we're potty training, but we watched this video, and they call it potty learning. And I was just like. I roll, but a lot of the stuff they were talking about really made sense. So we're doing it's like super intense. Mm-hmm. I mean, if people are dads out there, parents, I mean, which most people listening understand, super intense. Three straight days, no diaper. So they really? literally just walk around like and pee pantless, poop pantless, everywhere. Pantless. Oh, you even put is pants peeing, on him? Peeing also like everywhere. Here's the thing: he's super good about the pee. He knows, like, Daddy, I gotta go potty. Boom, runs to the bathroom. We got a little, you know, mini commode and yeah, he yeah. goes. This morning, Sarah sends me a picture. Giant dump right in the middle of the living room. <laughs> she's like, she's like, that's what I get for going to get dressed. <laughs> he was just like, heck with it. Boom. So he's super good with the pee. Well, it's a different sensation, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Like, I know when I have to go pee and I get, well, it's a different feeling. He doesn't understand the poop that, feeling yeah, yeah. yet. He's kind of got the pee thing down because, like, before we get in the pool, he'll, like, pee in the yard. And so he knows that feeling. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, hope okay. he learns the poo feeling by the time he goes in the pool. Jesus. He, <laughs> you don't want that. I mean, Remember poop. that? Wasn't that the worst thing in the summer back in the day oh when you'd be God. in a pool and all of a sudden you have to evacuate <laughs> and it says no sign. No, 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 nobody can come in the pool. It was like, get It was like, get <laughs> oh, Duty. So anyway, we're doing that super intense. Started today. It's today, Friday, Saturday. So I'm going to be solo on and you're Friday. Gonna be, I'm about to say you're going to be K-Solo Between, for this, I'm going to be solo Friday potty learning with a finals game going on like what am i what am i supposed to do cage might be pooing on the floor chris might be pooing on the floor yeah. we got a lot going on there'll be a lot of crying and pooping going yeah. on in that house there's so much happening all right great way to end the show we're gonna talk hustle next week right, so i've seen it by then and i miss and, winning uh, time hopefully we'll um hopefully we'll uh, get ready for another duck boat parade <laughs> i'm so conflicted adam i don't know what i want all right everybody so enjoy the nba finals it's been so awesome so far Let's keep it going. Adam. Give us some likes and comments also on the, on the YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. Hit us on up Twitter on the YouTube channel. On Twitter, tell us if you guys are feeling the podcast. We want some interaction. Adam you, wants some interaction. Yeah, you can have By all the, way, the interaction. Follow, everyone follow Adam on Twitter. A. Chudwin. And is the same on Instagram? On Instagram, yeah. A. Chudwin on Insta- Instagram and Twitter. He doesn't have much in his life. This is all that he has. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a big head. He's wearing an eighty year old grandpa sweater. Hey, this sweater this is all me, he has. Come on, come on the sweater. Come on, <laughs> guys. Come on. Not many people can pull this sweater off of my big head and thick neck. Don't two phones giant monitors blocking. <laughs> yeah, don't two phones ruining my. Here we go. Here, I'll stand up. All right, everybody. We appreciate only, you. only you and Mr. Rogers can pull that sweater off. We That's appreciate it, you. Enjoy the NBA Finals, <laughs> Adam, TJ. Great job. See you guys next week. Peace. Peace.